This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 736, Mega Dungeon, basically. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. How you doing? Hello. I'm Okay. So how are you? What would I'm good? Uh, what would you prefer? Chicago uh, Blackhawk sneakers, uh, t-shirt, polo shirt, beach towel. Are you are you are you buying me stuff to throw in a fire pit this summer? Uh, I would be very offended if you did that. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a Mickey Mouse uh, sweater though, a pullover hoodie with, with Blackhawk's logo on it. That works, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Well, I'm 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 not sure what to say. I I want to give you a gift, but you, you just keep turning me down. I'm very sad by this, Toasty. Allie, now no. that you're back, what do you do? You think that Toasty deserves a Mickey Mouse Blackhawks hoodie, like I do? Well, you see, after my team completely obliterated his team, I'm gonna show some sympathy and not troll him on this particular matter. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> how about how about how about we give how about we give him some Nathan McKinnon socks then? Okay, that I can be on on board with. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind the avalanche, so that's fine. Oh, so it was the the Patrick Kane Blackhawks uh, three pairs of socks you had an issue with that? Yeah, no, no Blackhawks. Sidney Crosby, please. problem with that? He got the golden goal. He's okay, I guess. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, Allie. How are you doing? Good. I'm finally getting healthy. This is the best I've felt in a little over two weeks, actually, because you know those colds where you get the congestion that just won't go away? Yeah, I've heard of COVID, yeah. During... It was not COVID. It was probably actually a sinus infection, but I never went to get checked out because in the beginning I was like, it's just allergies. I'm fine. It was not just allergies. So it uh, it took a bit during last week's show. If I had tried to podcast during that time, um, there would have been about half hour or so of me muting myself as my lungs tried to exit my body through my throat. That's not that sounds point. unpleasant, extremely unpleasant. It was a very unpleasant and very tiring. So I'm glad that I'm not uh, no longer coughing that much. Just a little bit of congestion still, but even better than yesterday. So I'm definitely just about done with this. Finally. Also, I have a bone to pick with you, Medros. Um, okay. What, what? You said the title wrong. Uh, I said the title exactly like I intended to. Uh, so. You're wrong. I mean, I understand that, but you did not offer to do the, the, the title instead. Feel free to re-record the title for me. Uh, I'm fine with that. I was giving you a chance to show that you knew how to say it properly. Say what properly? Mega Dungeon! See, you're clearly feeling better. Yet last week, I'm sure you could never have said that. Without, like, Accurate, because I would have, like, halfway through, would have, like, almost died. Yeah. So, glad to hear you're better. <laughs> See, I'm, and I'm just... Thank you. I'm just sitting here confused, because this is not the alley voice that I'm used to hearing. Like, like there's no, there's no weird <laughs> distortion or anything like that. Oh, God. So, so funny story... Since, since you guys know these lovely mics of ours, right? I 
In my tired stupor of being sick, uh, recently they updated the mics with new effects, including ethereal. And I did not use them, but I think in my tired stupor, as I went to go look at the list of the newly added ones, I must have like clicked on or something, but then didn't realize it. And then recorded a whole episode of my show. <laughs> and then a couple days later, logged onto Discord for raid. And everyone started like laughing and wondering what was wrong when I got in Discord until finally Toasty told me it was one of the effects my mic was on. I'm like, no, they're not. I'm not using any effects. And sure enough, it's selected. So I'm like, I brush it off, whatever. I don't, whatever. And then I sit down to start editing my show. Uh-huh. <laughs> the entire episode was done as ethereal. <laughs> the entire hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. So uh, I had to re-record my entire episode. It's good times. It's good times. I am very sorry to hear that. Uh, I... <laughs> I actually was. Uh, I took a screenshot of the the list of effects for my nephew, uh, and and he was quite impressed with the the list of effects that come with these mics. Um, it's pretty nice. Yes, I, I I I quite like the uh, the options there. Um, but yes, I I definitely make sure that I am not using any effects when I'm doing podcasting because that would be bad. Though I mean. Well, I don't use effects anymore. Like, I, I, I haven't, like, to my knowledge, I didn't actually click on any of the ones on the list. But I think with me just being sick and tired and stuff, I just. Yeah. I, I am quite curious <laughs> what a fungal troll sounds like uh, as a voice effect without the actual, like, troll voice. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Ali, <laughs> did you play much WoW in the last week or so? Week or two or three? It's, it's been three weeks since we heard from you, so, you know. It has been three weeks. Uh, well, in those three weeks, I mean, Toasty already talked about the raid stuff, right? So I'm not going to worry about that. We got AOTC. Uh, so yay us. Outside of that, I haven't played as much as I would have liked because, well, I you know wasn't feeling that great. But when I did play, we went for some mounts. I did some mount runs on my own, and they were all unsuccessful. But I have been finally getting to my rogue and giving her some love. I got her halfway through 55 as of last night, I think. Um, I'm nearing nearing the end of the... Um, my brain just shut off because Craig left and I got distracted. I'm nearing the end of the Maldraxxus campaign, which is good. Well, not campaign, like the leveling part of it, you know. And... So making some progress on her, which is great. And that's about it, really. I've just been chilling and leveling my alts and enjoying having that time to level alts and do mount runs and all of that jazz. But I'll let uh, I'll let Med I'll let uh, Toasty talk about uh, raid stuff. Well, raid stuff didn't go as well as we had wanted it to last week. We're, we're attempting to re-clear uh, Castle Nathria just to finish up getting the last of everybody who uh, missed out on our first kill, the, their AOTC, because, you know, they were with us throughout the progression of the raid, and we would like to, them to also have the achievement, because, yeah, I mean, it sucks that they weren't able to be with us the first time. So... Um, we beat our heads against that for, uh, all of last week. Unfortunately, um, un unfortunately, the reality is that, you know, we've still only killed Denathrius once and there's still a bit of a learning thing to it. So, you know, yeah. we still, we still had, we, we were still having some struggles, but it didn't help that, um, some of our, um, harder hitting DPS were missing so we were meeting some of our checks especially during phase one um typically we like to have denathrius around 73 percent before we enter that third pie slice and that just wasn't happening reliably it was happening occasionally but not on every pull so but um despite all that we did we did still make like significant progress on 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 denathrius even Considering that we were missing some of our harder hitters, I think our best attempt was around 12%. Which is it's still a little slow because by the time we got to 12%, it was the final slice of the available room. 
in the third phase. So, you know, ideally we want him lower than that before we get to that point. But we'll get there. Uh, other than that, I uh, I didn't really play a lot of other play a lot of WoW. It was, it was just it was mostly raid stuff for me this past week, just because. And uh, last thing I wanted to be do was sitting in front of my computer. <laughs> Why is that? It's very hot. Really? It is. It's so hot here. It, it got up to like what was thirty seven on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, that's a bit warm. Yeah, that's about 99 freedom units. <laughs> freedom units. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Well, ever since you guys pointed out that you forgot that I say that frequently, I'm going to take every opportunity I can to say it. No, I know you say I know you say often. I just... It's, it's silly. I'm not going to get into that now. <laughs> it is very silly. Just going to say <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, didn't want to sit in front of my computer in this in a leather chair, none, nonetheless. So just enjoyed enjoyed outside time with the dog. It was great. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, Medros? What did you get up to? Uh, I I got more pet charms from Legion. Uh. Uh, I logged in on my main briefly. Uh, yeah, so that was it. Uh, so I guess we can move on to our next uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't play much while lately. And needless to say, a bunch of us are eagerly awaiting 9.1 whenever that comes out. That'd be good. Not in November. Yeah, December. Fine, it's fine. Anyway, let's talk about our first sponsor, shall we? <laughs> are you going to kill me, Toasty? Like, are, are you going to kill me if I keep saying that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know where you live. You do, actually. You really got to stop by one day. You, got, you have a present waiting here for you. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to stop by and get the present and then kill you. That's just impolite. Be a little rude, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Let's talk about our first sponsor. Yeah, our new sponsor are the great folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz, where they have over 70 million songs and thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams. That's right, we're going back to 2010 when Airplanes was on the radio, you know, continuing in our, like, summer playlist kind of vibe. I don't know. I hear that song, I think of, like, hanging out with my friends on the porch in the summer, and it's great. That's why it's here. If you want to check that out or many of the other artists on, yeah, starting over again. If you want to check them out or any other artists, go ahead and go to getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we want to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. So this week in WoW, we've got the Dark Moon Fair that's running from the 6th to the 12th. And then on Tuesday, we've got PvP Brawl, Warsong Scramble, and the World Quest bonus event that runs from the 8th to the 14th. So if you're still doing a bunch of World Quests, go make sure you pick that quest up. Don't don't be toasty. Yeah, that would be bad. Don't be toasty. Well, I wouldn't say it's bad. Being me is not so awful. Th gee, thanks, Medros. I see. Wow. Wow. <laughs> is your faux rage almost done now? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Uh, all right, good to know. For now, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> uh, talk to us about flying for some actual outrage. Uh, yeah, so we don't know a lot currently, uh, but there was it looked like an article from the folks over at WorldOfWarcraft.com, of course, that's Blizzard themselves, uh, basically telling people what to expect for flying in the in the new patch. Uh, and there's some confusion, so let's uh, let's get into it here. So uh, the quest to begin to earn flying starts at Renown 44, and you can get uh, flying unlocked as soon as Renown 45. Um, and so on, the flying is available on the PTR as I understand it, 
And there is no requirement on the PTR currently to need to purchase anything. However, the article says the following. Upon completing a quest contained within the last sigil storyline, you'll be rewarded with memories of sunless skies. This consumable item allows all characters on your account to purchase the riding skill needed to fly within the four main Shadowland zones. Again, currently, the PTR does not have anything that requires purchase for your alts to get it. Once your main has the achievement, or has the requirements met, all your characters can fly. By default. Now, we have had this kind of a functionality in the past. Um, I think it was... I don't know if it was Legion, but there's definitely a, a item you would buy in, in a previous expansion to get your alts the ability to fly. Um, right. Um, that was... The, 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 the things you're thinking of were... I think it stopped happening around Mr. Pandaria. So, the Mr. Pandaria. I think Cataclysm Mirror is yep. what I remember this from. Uh, I don't think it was there in Legion. I think it was, again, in Legion it was just automatically there for your alts. Um... Uh, what do you guys think of the the idea that they might make us pay for flying on our alts in this in this patch? It's 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 a weird decision. It's a weird decision to go back to the old system if this is indeed the case. Like like we said, uh, we haven't seen something like this since Mister Pandaria. Mister Pandaria was where you purchased the wisdom of the four winds or something like that. Uh, you had to train for flying in Cataclysm to do the old world zones. Oh, the old world zones, like the revamped zones. Yeah. And in like, yeah, all the other every other expansion previous that that had flying, you, you had to purchase it on a per character basis. It wasn't until Legion when that Pathfinder thing was introduced, and you kind of just unlocked the ability to fly account wide. So it's 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 a weird combination of the two that I don't think needed to be a weird combination. <laughs> like I have to complete this quest for the for the privilege of buying the ability to fly on my alts. That's weird. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, it feels weird to be going back to that. I totally agree. It makes me wonder. So if this is actually how it's going to play out once it goes live, which. I'm waiting. I feel like we're waiting for a clear word on that. I don't know if this is them making up for the fact that we don't have Pathfinder, but I don't. Granted, I'm not a developer, and I don't. I don't see behind the scenes, but to me, it seems like that would be silly that they have to make up for not ha having us do Pathfinder, like just. I, I don't know. I feel like this is just a needless ex extra step. Yeah. And if, if we do end up having to purchase it, there's no indication how much it's going to cost. And then that's going to have an impact on what people think of this decision. If it's a, if it's a mere pittance, then whatever. But if it's going to be another gold sink during Shadowlands, uh, people are going to be less thrilled about it. I mean, people are already yeah. talking about like it's gonna, it's giving, it would give them a less incentive to play their alts. The only reason I can see them bringing in a gold sink is if they feel there's too much gold in the community. I don't feel like there's a lot of gold in the community. I mean, I've made some gold this expansion. Um, I'm very happy with the amount of gold I have, uh, but I don't feel like I've made an exorbitant amount of gold. So that makes it very confusing as to why they would decide to add a gold sink. Um, I mean, okay. If it's like a thousand gold, I don't think it's a big deal. But... Right, yeah, a thousand, thousand gold like, as a, is a pittance. Yeah, like one calling right will give now. you a thousand gold by selling off the trash you get from that. The Anima quest, the Anima Weekly gives you fifteen hundred. Yeah, if assuming you're capped on Renown. Yeah, uh, which you won't be in this in this patch. But yeah, I mean, it, it definitely seems very odd, and it's a very odd choice. I I would love to see some some logic behind that if they do go with this. But 
I mean, I, I my instinct is uh, this is still beta, or this is technically beta. It, it's basically PTR, which is beta. Um, and maybe things will change. Maybe this is not how it's going to be. Uh, maybe this is a misread or a mis mistype of the person who wrote the article. Um, though I, I have to believe that they're usually pretty careful about what gets released by Blizzard. So I, yeah, I'm I'm a little uh, on the unknown side here, uh, hoping that uh, this is just a miswording of it. And and what you said there about them being kind of like attempting to be careful about what they put out there, that's what has me concerned that it's actually going to be a thing, because this was this is this isn't something that that was like assumed by Wowhead based on data mining or whatever. This is something that's straight up put out by Blizzard. I mean, but like 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 we said, there's like nothing in the PTR right now that indicates there's going to be like a token or whatever that we need to purchase. There's or whatever or any strings relating to that reality is we don't know for sure and until we get some clear direction from blizzard there's going to be like this kind of unrest regarding this particular feature of 9.1 and i can't imagine blizzard wants that um they want people to be excited and enthused and happy about this patch uh they they want to quell some of the unrest in the community uh so I, I can't imagine this is something they would choose to do, uh, not without providing some explanation as to why they made the choice they made. Um, that's the key thing, I think, is they need to, like, players need to know the why if they're going to make this a, this kind of a change. Um, because, I mean, everything we've had previously was, oh yeah, like, all you're all supposed to learn it as soon as you get it. If that changes, we need to know why. And I think Blizzard must have some understanding of that being a very critical thing for the the future of the game. Uh, at least a, a future where players actually want to play it. Which is kind of the reason why you develop a game and put all the testing in and all the time. So Blizzard, we'd love to hear your thoughts and, and, and explanation and, and thinking on this because we like your game. We like to keep playing it. Well, here's hoping we get some answers about that soon because discussion about this is uh, quickly ramping up. Yes, it is for sure. All right. Well, why don't we talk about another thing that's coming in 9.1, a certain mega dungeon. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yes. So Tazavesh, the Vale Market, otherwise known as the Mega Dungeon. That's right. I am here to remind you once again that you can't just say Mega Dungeon because it's mega. It's epic. So you gotta be Mega Dungeon. Yes, mega dungeon. Anyways. Mm, yes. Uh, so <laughs> there have been a lot of requests lately about having a hard mode because in our last Mega Dungeon a Mechagon, we had a hard mode and we finally got word. We do have a hard mode. There is a new quest directly re-referencing a hard mode for, for Tazavesh. So this is new, just got on the PTR. It sounds like it might just be the first four bosses of Tazavesh, which is similar to Mechagon, so that would make sense. Uh, we don't have tons of details on this quite yet, so stay tuned for how to activate it, but I'm guessing it involves this quest and something or other in it. I have not played on PTR, so I don't know yet. But it includes uh, Zofex, Postmaster Pain, Speakeasy Encounter, and then the Menagerie Encounter on hard mode. So that's going to be a thing. But we're seeing different spells being added to make it hard and that kind of thing. And we will get to know more eventually. But what we are learning more about is the loot for Tazavesh because for a while it was upgradable but recently in the PTR they took away the upgradable tag on it you know the one that's like you know blah blah out of 10 or whatever maybe they removed that so it is no longer going to be upgradable with Valor uh, originally in previous builds Tazavesh dropped gear that was 210 and was upgradable but it's now not going to be upgradable but 
it's going to be 226, which for a dungeon, that's pretty good. It's basically the equivalent of what's going to drop from a mythic six or the first eight bosses of Sanctum of Domination. Just eight bosses, because remember the last two bosses, the loot level is going to be higher. And similar to previous mega dungeons. It was typed incorrectly in the show notes and I fixed it because it was not mega. I'm sorry. It was case. <laughs> if failed. I'm giving him crap, I have to give you crap too. That's fair. <laughs> you, I mean, you typed the title right. So, <laughs> but this is, this is pretty on par. Cause if we look at some of our, you know, more like mega dungeons in the past, Kara's and loot was a 55 for the first wing a60 for the second wing and Nightbane was a75 comparative to mythic plus six which was a80 normal night hole was a75 so we're kind of seeing some similarities there mechagon it was 415 and the plus six at the time would give you also 415 whereas the raid would also give you 415 so it's kind of an option of how to get some better gear without going into the raid if you do not want to raid, if that's not your thing, or if Mythic Plus is not your thing, or a way to help you with your gear to do those other things. So you have options, Yeah, if, which is great. Yeah, say, for example, um, you're missing a weapon upgrade that uh, you've been wanting for an entire <laughs> tier. Like, maybe I could go, maybe if that were to happen, I could go to a mega dungeon and and uh, find a replacement <laughs> for uh, a weapon or two that are um, subpar at best compared to the rest of my gear. You, you don't, you're not talking on a personal level. Are you, are you there, Chesty? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, you, both you and my husband really struggle with that. He finally got one, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think RNG is poor, bad, bad for me, but yikes, it kind of kicked your butt. Yeah, and even the upgrade that I got wasn't like, yes, it's a higher item level, which is great. It's a two sixteen, but the stats on it were not ideal for a Fury Warrior. Right. Well, clearly, Toasty, the game is trying to tell you that you need to use a sword and a shield. <laughs> no. Are you are you sure? Yes. Okay. I, I think you and the game need to have a talk totally then because I, I think you're mishearing it. Well, well. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw a lot of I saw a lot of uh initial anger about this change to the Tazavesh gear, which I think primarily was caused by a lot of people only reading the Wowhead article title. Yeah, the way they word those titles, like, they want you to, it's, it's clickbait. Not always, but sometimes it's clickbait. Sometimes it is clickbait. And that's, I mean, they have to draw your attention on it. Like, they have to entice people to actually go read the article. So, unfortunately, there are people who will just read the title and not actually go look at the article and look at all the information. So, I mean, when you look at all this, the comparison to these other mega dungeons, it it's on par. It makes sense. And if you are wanting to use Valor to upgrade some gear, you can save your Valor up for some Mythic Pluses. Well, to be to, okay, just just to be clear about some of the things that we've talked about so far, like the comparison to the pre, the way previous Mega Dun Mega Dungeons and their loot drop <laughs> works, um, that from what I recall, that was not in the Wowhead article. I, I started digging into that myself, and then I saw Taliesin um, tweeting it as I was working it working on it so i just i just took what he had completed on on those numbers so well done yeah look uh, at you rocking the show makes me wonder what so, came first the clickbait title or people being too busy too lazy to actually read an entire article which came first yes <laughs> good point and, and the worst part is you're looking at the comments and like Surprise! Don't no, do that. Nobody, that's silly. No, nobody actually read it. See, that's the thing. Why would you see a title, believe you from the title, you know what you're talking about, skip entirely the article to the comments to comment on the title? Why? <sighs> yeah, I'm like. Well, and even. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. At least, I was just gonna say, like, at least. You, at least even in the title, like, it tells you, 
it's going to be 226 item level. Now, granted, that doesn't mention that it was originally going to be 210 and upgradable. Like, at least 226 is pretty decent. At least it's there, but... Yeah, you're right. It didn't... It didn't mention what it was before. And I get that... Yeah, like, w with the Valor upgrade system, they could have upgraded that gear as far as item level 252. Or, sorry, uh, 246. Which is much higher. But... At the end of the day, it's it's lining up with what we got from Mega Dungeons before. Sorry, Mega Dungeons before. <laughs> so it's there it's there to fill the gap for your year and also just provide another kind of content that people might want to do. You know, I'll make a deal with our listeners. If we get five thousand downloads, legit downloads, unique downloads on an episode for an entire episode, I will say Mega Dungeon properly. Hear that, everybody? Do it. It has to be unique. Has to be legit. No bots. Oh. What part of what part of unique downloads? Legit downloads? Whatever. Anyways, I'm not gonna get that argument. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, read the articles, people. Please, thank you. Love you guys. <laughs> also, wow, hedges get better with your with your article title names. There, there was a questionable article title earlier this week. That I'm, I'm that um was not great. Uh, I was referring to the uh, hearthing, the hearthing thing that uh, people can do in BC Classic. Uh, don't don't use the word they used initially. They've changed it to they changed it to budget Hearthstone now, but uh, the damage was already done. So just be mindful of your titles, y'all. Words matter. I think I I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I, think I, I, I can only yeah. imagine the word yeah. you're not saying. And uh, yeah, let's just <laughs> just yeah, be better. Let's just not use that word. Let's let's just maybe move on. Yeah. to our next topic about some uh, tormentic. Tormentic. That's not a word. Tormented affixes. Hey, Ali, language is, like, forever evolving, man. Tormentic could be a word one day. <laughs> I just made a word, everyone. Feel free to use it in a sentence and Can have you get a definition of that, please? Uh, and use it in a sentence so we should know we're properly using it. Uh, I hate to have another Mega Dungeon not being read properly. That pug in that dungeon was absolutely tormentic. Good job. Five points. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to you guys about the tormented Mythic Plus affix. <laughs> um, last week, we talked a little bit about some strings that may have indicated that anima powers were going to be playing some sort of role in the new Mythic Plus seasonal affix. Uh, we've since got confirmation on that. So the tormented... Affix will be replacing the primal. I thought it was prideful. Did I just type that in wrong? It's prideful, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's prideful. Yeah. So the so so tormented will be replace uh, will be replacing the prideful affix in season two. Uh, involved with that is um similar to what we ran into at the end of. Uh, the last expansion, where we had a bunch of random mobs just kind of spawning in and we had to deal with them. Um, so, through, so throughout the dungeon, we're going to have four lieutenants available to kill. That'll be Incinera Incinerator Arkalath, Oral's Coldheart, Sagadon the Breaker, and Executioner Veruth. Now, when, e when, when those lieutenants are killed you'll be granted a selection of anima powers and there's a whole bunch of different anima powers that are going to be made available to us. We'll talk about those a bit later. But the flip side of that is for every lieutenant that's still alive for the final boss, an aura will be applied to make that final boss harder. So if, for example, you were to leave Oro's cold heart alive, throughout the final boss encounter, you'll be punished with a 50% movement speed reduction. And with Incinerator Arkalath, you'll have a damage over time effect. If you leave uh, Veruth alive, you'll have a 50% reduced healing applied to your party. 
And, oh, gross. And if, no, no. and if you leave Sagan on the Breaker alive, the damage increase, the, 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 the physical damage taken by, uh, by your party will be increased by 50%. Now, of course, those numbers are in PTR. It could be tweaked, but that's where it's sitting right now. 50% is not insignificant, though. That's I I ooh mm. can you yeah as as a healer I would rather have to heal extra than to have my healing be not as effective like so that fifty percent reduced healing hurts my soul a little bit like, can you I'm imagine if that's... if some poor group left Veruth and Sagadon in alive that's fifty percent no. reduced healing and fifty percent increased physical damage that no. Just no. <laughs> As a healer, I say no. I, I think Ali is saying you should never do that. Do not hate your healers. And any healer who can handle that, you have my utmost respect. Because holy cow. Oh, and, I, I'm, and I'm just thinking about some of these other effects and how they'll play into certain dungeons. Like, isn't it? Is Sanguine Depths is the one where we where we chase a boss down a hallway, right? Yes. Can, can you imagine leaving Coldheart alive during that boss encounter? No. Like, that dungeon already <laughs> sucks. But, oh, man, 50% movement speed reduction on that fight would be brutal. Be awful. So kill those lieutenants, I'm not everyone. I'm for that. So you see a lieutenant, kill it what good. What the 9.2 raid had this kind of thing? Where you get punished like that in raids. Well, and the thing is that, like, there, there will be, if I'm recalling correctly, there will be a fight within the raid that has an, an element of anima power in it. At least I remember that being yes. discussed at some point. Yes, that is true. So maybe. I hope not as at least not as bad as that because that's awful. I haven't actually looked at the fight yet, so, you know, we'll see. Now, I've already told you guys about the bad stuff that can happen if you if you leave all these lieutenants alive. But as I mentioned before, you're going to get anima powers when you kill them. Now, it's not going to be, like, related to the four things, the four, the four mobs that you killed. It's going to be from a pool of stuff. And unfortunately... We're not getting the tyrannical or fortified one that I was hoping for, which would have been really cool. But we do get some other things. So, as we said, there are some af as we as we mentioned last week, there's some indication that would be that there yeah, that there would be affix related anima powers. And so far, we have uh, five examples of that. There's the dagger of necrotic wounding. We talked about that last week. Same with volcanic plumage. Um, also added to that is the bottle of Sanguine Icker, which uh, your healing spells and abilities have the chance to heal allies for six and inflict five damage to enemies within 12 yards. That's pretty cool. The Raging Battle Axe um, is just uh, increased the damage to enemies below 30% health. And that can, it starts out at two percent and it will stack up to ten times and the final one which is going to be my favorite because i'm melee and i'm always within range of the enemies that are dying enemies that die within 40 yards of you bolster you increasing your damage by four percent for 20 seconds stacking up to five times unfortunately successive stacks do not increase duration so that's kind of lame just gotta burst them all down it'll be fine that is the signet of bolstering. So those are the affix-related anima powers. There's a bunch of general anima powers, and obviously not going to go through all of them. Uh, but more or less, these are anima powers specifically tailored to aiding the, the, the group play aspect of Mythic Pluses. There's something like one of them is just you eat faster, much faster. Doesn't say how much faster, but that that that's what that's literally what the tooltip says. Called portable feeding it's very, trough. Very informative. So here's my question. <laughs> so we he see here that the negatives to leave the lieutenants alive. Um, if you leave them alive and still win, is there more loot? Like, is there an achievement? Like, what's the reward for 
be successful on this harder fight? Or is it just a punishment? There is nothing to indicate that there is a reward or achievement so far. Okay. So it's just making you want to shoot yourself. I gotcha. I think uh, part of it's going to be like strategizing to make sure that you're that you're killing like the right lieutenants in order to better optimize your time in Mythic Plus. It's there's going to be a strategy element to all this. Like obviously, like the fifty percent slow is going to be a huge thing, especially in a timed run. But you want to just focus on that and leave the and leave uh, and leave. Arkalath alive and just deal with the dot effect. There's going to be a lot of that, and I imagine some of that's going to change per dungeon depending on what kind of uh, environment you're gonna you're gonna have to be dealing with in, in combination with the other affixes that are already in place. That's it's it's I I'm looking forward to seeing what the Mythic Plus community does with these. And how and how exactly they choose to deal with them because some of it, some of it can really hamper a, a run. <laughs> but some of these powers are really good. <laughs> that does make some sense, right there. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's one that just you grant all allies within twenty yards an additional 30% movement speed. So you can offset some of the movement speed bonus, the movement speed penalties, potentially. So it's, it's going to, it's going to be similar to Torghast. I feel like in terms of dealing with this, like just kind of evaluating what anima powers you've gotten so far and how it's going to help you throughout the fight, the dungeon and prioritizing which of the lieutenants you kill. Hmm. A little bit of a little bit, little, little bit more think on your feet kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's definitely going to be fun to kind of play around with and see how this feels like in actually in play because some of these anima abilities, like the general anima powers, are pretty interesting. Like rude interruption, inflict a hundred. Sorry, wow. I originally read that one hundred one, but it's actually just ten percent. But inflict ten percent increased damage to targets who successfully interrupt. For five seconds. That's that's pretty handy. And there's a bunch of damage reduction abilities. Yeah. There's some there's some leech when you get below a certain health level. An occasional stun every thirty seconds. Seeing seeing the interplay between all this and like just the, what generally you have to put up with in a mythic plus in combination with these lieutenants is gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. How how do you guys feel about Torghast bleeding into other aspects of the game. That's how this feels to me, anyway. I think it, I think it was inevitable. I mean, they put so much time into Torghast, and it would make sense for them to try to take some of that work they did and apply it elsewhere, and I think Mythic Plus and the raid is a good way of doing that, especially given the themes around this patch. I feel like this is the appropriate time to do it as well. I don't mind it. I mean, it's it's established that I I, I like this like roguelike aspect of Torghast, and it's something that I enjoy playing. So to see it in other places uh, is is great for me. And whether or not uh, whether or not it ends up screwing just like badly screwing over some Mythic Plus runs is another thing to consider. Especially at the levels that these auras are like giving you, but and with proper adjustment, it might not be too terrible. Hmm. Yeah, I like Torgas, so I'm okay with it personally. How do you feel about it, though, Medros? You sound, it sounds like you have something to say on that. Uh, no, I mean, there's... <laughs> he loves he loves Torgas. I'm um, just. I'm I've not overall in my in my time playing this game been a huge fan of uh different uh different types of gameplay bleeding over into others like uh when uh doing an event has required uh doing a PvE event has required doing PvP to be successful uh I have resisted in in, uh, in very strong ways um so seeing 
further bleed over of events uh, where um, or content where you you need to do one type of content and that content or great you can choose to do a type of content and that type of content has bleed over from an unrelated or not really connected type of content uh, I I've struggled with that um, so I was curious if I was the only one who had thinking that that was uh, an uncomfortable bleed uh, of content. Uh, but apparently I am alone there, so I will be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I, I was, like I'd say, in this case, I feel like the content is very much related just because you have to do, you have to do, if you, if you want to have legendaries to progress, to, to better help yourself in those other types of content in Mythic Plus or in Raid, you have to do Torghast anyway. So, so the, the crossover for those types of gameplay already exist. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people can just choose not to do that. And I know people who have, they just actively chose not to do Torghast and they're fine without running any legendaries. They, they'll, they'll make up, the, they'll attempt to make up that performance loss elsewhere. So. Yeah, I, I totally understand that I am a unique creature in this. Um, just, I wasn't sure if others, uh, had concerns or discomfort from, uh, content bleeding from one type to another. That's all. Uh, I totally understand that I am, I'm luckily not normal in that regard. And I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with the, the this kind of bleed over of content. Uh, even if I was doing Torghast, uh, I'd be fine because it's PVE versus into, into PVE. So it's, it's still PVE content. It's not... Um, bleeding over from disassociated types, uh, like the aforementioned having to do PvP to be successful in PvE. But yeah, just want you guys' thoughts on that, that's all. Uh, I don't really have an opinion on the overall uh, decision or, or, or uh, Mythic Plus stuff here. So Let's then move on to our second sponsor, shall we? So, uh, Ali, it's been a few weeks... Uh, since since you were here to check up on the Merry Band of Pirates, and uh, I'd like to be very uh, happy to tell you they got another ship. They, they not only have the Flying Dutchman, they now have one called the Valkyrie. It's, it's, it's an That's even a good name. better good ship. Name. It's a, a high-end ship. Uh, but they, 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 much like their name suggests, they stole the ship. You know, as pirates yeah, are wont right. to do, you know, they, they have a habit of doing that sometimes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's check in with the Merry Band of Pirates uh, with the episode with the uh, book Valkyrie. The ominous, watchful silence of the Capradru star system was shattered by twin gamma ray bursts as a pair of Maxolt's destroyers in tight formation jumped in four light minutes from the only inhabited planet. That world was a lifeless rock, slightly smaller than Mars, and orbiting the local star so closely that the surface facing the local star was hot enough to melt soft metals. No one wanted to live on that scorched planet. The 300 residents were there to conduct scientific research directed at the variable star, or to support those scientists, or they were families of the personnel unlucky to draw that assignment. Only 16 of the scientists actually were excited to be there as it was the best place in Bosphorak territory to study whatever nerdy thing was their specialty. Until recently, the research facility in the Capradru system was isolated, dull, and in general suffered from low morale. But it was not dangerous. So, that is Valkyrie. Uh, the, 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 the Merry Band of Pirates uh, feel that the Earth is doomed, but they are not going to give up. Uh, they're going to find a way to save their planet, and uh, yeah, it's it's it, they just released a new new book in the series, and it's uh, it's interesting to see the progression of uh, of their travels and the fate of their people, uh, both the Barry Bite of Pirates themselves and humanity uh, as they go through it. Um, and I'm really excited to get to the to the current stuff because it's even more interesting uh, to see what happens later on. So um, that again is Valkyrie Expedition Force Expeditionary Force Book Nine, uh, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray, and you can find that and over five hundred thousand other titles to choose from at 
bit.ly slash ataries2021. Uh, and we want to thank sponsor for the show, Audible. All right, question of the week time. Uh, question of the week from last week was, what do you think of the changes coming to Keystone Master? Uh, Storm Brewer says it's very unique. The Keystone Master one sucks. Argent Rose says there are changes. What's a Keystone Master? Do I need to pay attention to it? Oh, wait, difference? Please advise. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, as for myself, since I wasn't here last week, it's interesting. I, I forget for the life of me who said it during last week's show, but it's definitely a little interesting that's happening. Middle expansion, such a, a big change to it. I am tentatively happy with it, but I think it's going to be one of those things that until... I see it in practice and see how the community treats it. If it becomes a uh, gating issue with, you know, your rating and whatnot with the, the pluses and their new system here versus, you know, if it's just another way to get you, you know, where you want to go and more options in terms of which dungeons you do and which affixes you do and whatnot uh we'll see how it plays out and uh seraphos says i am the key master are you the gatekeeper stone says i didn't have enough time or interest to complete key master one the changes have amplified my lack of interest so much that i've i'd be actively removing any of those mounts from my, to my nope list primarily pvp related mounts Basically, these changes mean less incentive for me to play WoW. My interest is already at an all-time low. Good job, Blizzard. Uh, next question is, what Anna powers would you like to be available to you for the Tormented Affix and why? Also calling Tormentic for, for Season 4. It's Tormented. T tormentic, yeah. For Season 4. Um, I want the Anima powers that both... Uh, that both extend the duration of my enraged regeneration and lower the cooldown on it. If only for the fact that I can save my healers a little bit of uh, frantic healing when they're dealing with me in a Mythic Plus. <laughs> so, I think the ability is called Power Overwhelming? It's for Shadow Priest, so it's not, I'm not healing when this happens, obviously. But when I use my Power Infusion, it makes my Mind Blast instant. So I can literally hit my Power Infusion and just bam my Mind Blast. And there's like a million of the shadowy apparitions that go out. And it is insanely satisfying and it makes me incredibly happy. What about you, Bedros? Uh I like the one that gives me loot without having to do any of this stuff. Um, that, that, that doesn't exist. Then I don't want to. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sure there was one paladin power that stuck out for you. No, actually, no, you, I remember you saying you didn't like many of the paladin no, powers. No, I, I, I've done, I've done Torghast a bit, uh, back when I was doing columns and stuff. And I just, I didn't really find any that really, I really enjoyed. What about the infinite dash for demon hunters? Uh, I haven't really done any Torghast since the beta on, on Demon Hunter, so I wouldn't really know uh, what's there at this point. Uh, the, 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 the farther jumping, uh, interesting. The fell rush, the extended distance fell rush was interesting, uh, but I, I really haven't seen any of those things to see if they've changed at all during uh, release. So. Yeah. so I can't really comment on something I don't know about. Sorry. That would not be Fine, that would not way. be fair to the developers, because uh, I could say, well, I mean, I'm sure they've screwed it up. But that's not fair to them because I don't know they have. I'm just trying to be fair, Toasty. I'm trying to be nice. Let me be nice, Toasty. Let me be nice. Come on. Fine. All right. Fine. Time for shoutouts. Uh, Ali, you haven't been here for a while, so you get bonus shoutouts. Go. Well, first off, a huge shout out to Jared for filling in last week. While I was out, he did a phenomenal job as I knew he would. And he is wonderful and lovely. And I am very grateful for him. 
Shout out to Toasty, since I haven't been on the show since then. Since, again, the Avs obliterated the Blues. Um, it was a lot of fun going through that with you. And I'm glad we're friends again. It's nice to be friends again. <laughs> um, and shout out to the Avs in hopes that our next game is not so embarrassing and we get back to the amazing team I know we are. So, so wait, will you guys not be friends if the Jets and the Avs play next round? Like, will you guys be not friends for, like, the second time in the span of a playoff season? It's possible. It depends on how strongly Toasty feels about it, really. Okay. Well, I know we won't be friends if our team's face, so that's fine. <laughs> I I've accepted this. All right, good to know. Noted. Because <laughs> uh, I I don't want your team to beat my team. You guys have you guys have a cup. We don't. We have two. Thank you very much. You, okay, you have at least one cup. That I did not state my my statement was not incorrect. <laughs> it wasn't. You have a cup. You I happen to have two of them, but you have at least one. Do you not? You do. So therefore, I'm not wrong. At least, yes. I'd like to have <laughs> I'd like to have the cup in my city for once. Okay, thanks. Anyway, Josie, how about your shout out? Um. I'm going to give a shout out to Logan Stanley. Logan Stanley, the sole goal scorer for the Winnipeg Jets in this elimination game. Oh, man. Uh, he's a defenseman, right? Yeah, and not exactly known for his uh, point getting. You know, he's reminding me of another defenseman from a few years back. Um, a guy named Dustin, who, who seemed to have a good scoring touch. Just a lot, little bit better uh, at the pulling people out like they're ragdolls from fights except stanley not exactly known for his scoring which is weird yeah um anti anti shout out to the winnipeg jets who in an elimination game are getting outshot 39 to 16 so far i wasn't gonna bring that up but all right oh they've been watching the abs play the last couple games eh yeah, but. yeah except our team is on the, oh, on the cusp. self burn our, our team's on the cusp <laughs> of its elimination year we're not that close to the cusp. We're just not looking good at the moment. We're going to we're gonna get it back together. I'm going to be positive and have hope and wear my McKinnon jersey next time because apparently my Forsberg jersey didn't do it for me. So, sorry about that. Uh, no, you're not. Anyways, uh, not going to get into that conversation. Um, <laughs> I am going to give a shout out to... Uh, to how can I put this? I okay. I'm gonna make myself some enemies here of people who live in my city, and I don't care. Shout out to NHL player safety for what I feel is the right call on Mark Shifley for a very bad and unnecessary hit in game one. I, I know there's a lot of Jets players who are unhappy with that call. I don't agree with them. I, I hope that there's a game six that he's back for, even if it'll be nasty as hell. But I agree with the call that was made. So there it is. Trigger warning. The remainder of this episode contains content discussing abuse, racism, and death. If you do not wish to hear these discussions, please end your listening of the episode now. Actually, can I add one? Can I add one thing real quick? Um, I meant to, yeah, I uh, meant to say something about this last week, but I didn't know what I wanted to say about it. Um, so, for those of you who keep up with news in Canada, they know that um, there was a tragic discovery that happened in Kamloops a couple weeks ago, where. Um, they found a large number of indigenous children uh, in, a, in, a, in a mass grave at a residential school. And yeah, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit. The residential school thing is um, something that I personally didn't learn about in school. I don't know, Medros, if you did, but it's a very dark part of Canadian history that I feel like not a lot of people are willing to talk about or discuss. You know, we, we hide behind our nice guy Canadian stereotype and 
all that, but um, we can't do that while ignoring the, this very real tragedy that happened in our country as as recently as 1996. That was when the last residential school closed. And to think that that's less than 30 years ago that something like this was happening, it's awful. Um, sorry, go ahead. I, I would say, uh, did not learn about it in school. Um, was not talked about at all. Um, many who've met me would be surprised that I am part native. Uh, I am what is called Métis, which is a mix of, uh, originally a mix of French and native, but it's more European and native mix now, uh, for those who are, are considered Métis. Um, I didn't want to bring this up because, uh, the idea of those schools, uh, infuriates me. Um, and, uh, everywhere I go, I see the effects of those schools. Um, the people who were forced to go to them, uh, the children of the people who are forced to go to them, who now have to deal with lifelong trauma, uh, caused by people who were quote unquote taught the right way. And we're basically taught how to abuse people, and that's all they know. So they abuse their kids. Um, it is utterly shameful and supremely depressing to to see this um, discovery. Not surprising, because uh, I already knew those schools are, are were rife with kids dying. Um, but uh, to know that the bodies of those children were treated with such disrespect um, makes me want to rage. Um, th there's a call in Canada here to cancel Canada Day. Um, I don't agree with that. Um, we can be proud of being Canadian while calling out the history of our country we just need to acknowledge it as part of the celebration of our country, uh, not just gloss over it and put up nice wallpaper and a little bit of paint over those scars um, because the scars are still there for many people who did that. Um, and uh, until every organization uh, involved in those schools, from the Canadian government to the education system that was built to the uh, church organizations. I'm not going to. I'm not going to call out specific churches, but the church organizations, because many of them were church, like religiously run. Uh, until they are all, until they all address what they did as organizations, uh, our country cannot move past that. Uh, if we ever can. Uh, there is no hope unless we have honesty and truth. Um, and there needs to be an addressing of that in our country. Um, thank you for reading this up, Toast. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I wasn't sure how to, how to address it as somebody who, uh, who is part native and, um, tries to have pride in being Canadian even through the shame uh, that part of my heritage brought to that that title of Canadian. So that that's really all i got to say about that. Please continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, that's fine. I'm glad, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you, said, you said your piece. Um, so to so to kind of eh, words are hard. All that being said, there are, as we said, still survivors of these horrific things that happened in Canada. And as a result, there are several charities that have been established to help people who survived survived their residential schools. Um, one of the ones that I chose to donate to was the Indian Residential School Survivor Society. They're based out in Vancouver, I believe. Um, if you can, if you're able... I encourage you to like find a charity that supports survivors of 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 these tragedies and 
help out, help them help people out in some form or fashion. It's the, it's the least that uh, Canadians could do. Whether it's, you know, donating the money or raising awareness of this situation. The very least. All right. Uh, well, let's do our outro and get on out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, Medros is at Medros, Fandeth is at Fandeth, Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan, and Ali is at AliAndrusK, and you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more hockey news. And Mega Dungeons! I'm so proud. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.